of knots it is necessary that I speak. In the great words of Clifford Ashley, a knot is either tied completely correctly or hopelessly wrong. Make one mistake and either no knot is created or it is a completely different knot altogether. With me today, we have a, uh, a special guest. I'm not going to describe. I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, guys. It's uh, Griffin Weston, longtime uh, fan of the show. Yeah, I just thought I'd come on and uh, talk to Ian about some knots today. Yeah, so uh, Griffin was one of the people who's been at least listened to at least two of the episodes out of four. So, I mean, he's doing better than most people. Um, and he's just he's interested in rope work and knots. And yeah. So, Griffin, what's your background with the rope and knots and all the other fun things? Well, Ian, it wasn't until I met you on our expedition that I even thought that people still tie knots for fun. It was when I saw you pull out your P cord on the trail and you were tying knots for fun. I was like, wow, what, what's going through this man's mind? This There has to be some sort of importance to this. So, you know, I, I asked about it and that's about all I know. And Ian taught me some cool knots. Um, yeah. I don't really have much background in knots. I think I came here today to, uh, as like a layman's perspective, you know, I don't know. I'm not the, uh, not expert by any means. We all started somewhere. That's true. And we all have somewhere to go. Yes. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, since we don't really have any format and planning is not a thing we do on this thing. Mm. Do you have any questions for me? I don't have any more for you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, how, how long have you been tying knots, Ian? You've been, you've been tying knots since you're a wee lad? Let's see here. So I was involved in scouting. And technically speaking, I was tying knots since that time. So quite a while now. I'm too lazy to try to think of years. Um, well, pretty much since I was probably seven or eight. But with that in mind, I really didn't actually start tying knots and being actively learning knots until... About four years ago when I started working at a summer camp where I ended up teaching a lot of these and uh, my director of the area pretty much taught a lot of knots. And so from that, they were doing some cool stuff with splicing and a couple different knot works and I got kind of interested and I began learning from them and cue four years later where I'm trying to show people as much as I can. Awesome. That's great. Now, would you say this is a skill that is lacking in the modern world? I don't think it's... To say that it's lacking is hinting that it's a needed skill. Mm. And I do not believe it is a necessary skill for survival on the day-to-day person who lives in a city who they use knots once a day. A shoe? Yeah, a shoe. Yeah. Now, for someone who lives, say, farmer or stuff like that, where you know, jobs are that are in the outdoors, and also some that are in the indoors, again, a variety of jobs that actually use knots... Um, specialty knots are pretty useful. Mm. Climbing, fishing, um, medical. Uh, let's see, what else was my brain thinking a second ago? Yeah, variety of places. But in the end of the day, knowing a handful of knots for just general purpose whenever you need it is a good kind of general practice. I think it just opens up more doors, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's better to know too many than not enough. Mm. If you don't know how to tie two ropes together, you use that uh, the devil square knot, and, you know, mm. there goes you. That sounds like something Josh Boston might do. Josh is a proponent of this square knot. Yeah. I've already, we've already talked to him about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> wow, that's great. 
You know, I, I wish I started tying knots sooner. It wasn't until expedition that, you know, I learned the uh, the importance of being able to, to tie different kinds of knots. I think, especially in the backpacking world, it enhances your ability to be able to, I don't know, set up different kinds of shelters to do just about anything, to bear bags, like, there's yeah. so much you can do. And if you don't know how to tie these knots, you're kind of helpless. Yeah, philosophy I often say is if a, one of the first, a philosophy I like to rebuke or refute, disagree with at the minimum. Mm. Um, it's if you know, don't know, not tie a lot. That's how you get into a clustery situation that's not all that pleasant. Yeah. I think you should make t shirts with that. No, that's the opposite. I don't want people to learn <laughs> if you don't know, not tie a knot. The weight of a knot in your brain weighs nothing. The weight of a book, I'll admit, weighs a little bit, especially if you bring a robust book. But you know, taking the half an hour or so to use it, and you know, either use it or lose it. Mm. That can be said for all sorts of skills throughout the entirety of the world. Is that you know, you get trained on something, and if you don't use that skill, it's gone. And same thing applies for knots. And that's why you know you just got to practice and have a little piece of fiddle rope and yeah. Would you say rope. for any amateur knot connoisseur, would you recommend that they have always have some P cord on them or yeah, some rope? Carry, carry a little piece of P cord in the pocket. Doesn't take up much space. Yeah, in the you know in a bag and just whenever you get bored, just kind of break it out and just you know remember to try the ones that you've learned. Maybe mm. you know actively or act trying to learn more, and you know tie the ones you just learned. Otherwise, just you know work with it, mm. play around with it. At some point, you'll figure out knots that you know. You didn't realize that you knew. Like the other day, I was kind of just fiddling around aimlessly, and I was ended up tying a bowl, a running bowline. Like, oh, that's fun. Didn't realize I could tie it that way. Yeah, I think when I was on the trail and you gave me a piece of P cord, I just I didn't know enough knots to be able to practice them, so I just kind of I don't know experimented and improvised. And by doing that, like you said, you actually find out that you like I don't know you create new knots. Yeah, and I, I would show them to you and. You tell me what, what name they were, and yeah, yeah, it's a uh, one of the ideas of just experiential education as well, is that one can learn by being taught, or one can learn by self uh, self learned, or self driven learning, mm. or through experiences, and thus by just taking a rope and playing with it, versus being sat down and showed all the knots. Mm. It's a two very different ways of thought, and you know, modern education likes to point to the well, we'll sit you down and teach you it. Mm. At least it's often there's a um, kind of a draw, not drawback. It's a it's, it's fallback plans. Yeah, we'll just you know sit you down. We'll tell you all this information and hope it works. Mm. Well, kind of the other school of thought as well. Why don't I show you by doing? So you know, not the case of knots. I'm not going to teach you the trucker stitch. I'm going to show you how to tie you know bear hang. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll go over the trucker stitch and be like, yeah, yeah. So you just learned the trucker stitch without knowing you learned it. Yeah. And I think having the opportunity to be able to do it for yourself is so important. That's why I, I like on expedition how with the bear bags and setting up the tarps and stuff, we are all we all were forced to be in the position to learn how to tie the knots. And yeah, it was a great opportunity because otherwise, if we didn't do it, then the bear bag wouldn't get put up and the tarp wouldn't get put up. It was a team effort. And if anyone was slacking or struggling with a knot, then there's people that could help each other. That just gets into a whole nother conversation about how helping each other to actually learn things, but mm. not quite the time or place. Do you think? Do you think not? Knots are a community building. A community. The human knot, Andy. 
Uh, no, I don't. Wouldn't say not to like a way you could draw a community at least in this day and age together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a solitary endeavor. Not necessarily solitary, but I mean, if you go into kind of the more broad term of just a singular knot, look at more chains of knots. There already is social gatherings around that: knitting, crocheting, catting. friendship bracelets. Friendship bracelets. What do you think about friendship bracelets? Is that technically a knot? It's technically weaving. It's weaving in which weaving is kind of defined as a knot. Mm. Gets into kind of that loose area where it is and it isn't. Yeah. Um, also tatting, if you know what that is. I do not. It's a lace making. It's a... Oh, wow. Well. It was basically... I believe it uses a crochet hook in essence, but it's the size of like very thin gauge wire. So huh. it's a... Like a lot of things, it's fallen out of favor and not many people know how to do it still. And those yeah. that know how to do it can't physically because they're arthritic or getting mm. old enough that they can't see it. What is P-cord made out of? Parachute is a uh, nylon. Uh. It's fun. Burns real nice and hot. Burns gives it hot enough. If you uh, drip the molten plastic on you, it'll give you a third degree burn. Oh. It's real fun. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that was parachute burn. That was another one. Damn. That was another one. There's some battle scars. Those are pretty recent. I don't know. There's signs of a true knot connoisseur. I'd say so myself. Nah, the old, uh, you just barely see my, uh, oh, yeah. my calluses from the summer working in natural mm. fiber ropes. That's a great topic to get into as well. What, yeah. what, what are your favorite natural fiber Manila. Manila? Yeah, that's, that's not a hard question. I've already talked about this. Yeah. Someone hasn't been listening very well. Oh, oh damn. Uh-oh. Is this something that grows in New England? Uh, no, Manila is native to the Philippines, uh-huh. uh, named after the capital of, uh, the Philippines, which is Manila. Mm. Um, it is a habaca, I believe, or I don't remember the exact name. I think it's related to the banana in some way, shape, or form. Mm. I might be wrong on that. I never remember the exact its family or anything like that, but it's a very long stranded yeah, natural fiber rope, natural fiber that can be twisted into a strong rope that of all the natural fibers, less than other than hemp. It is the strongest natural fiber you can get hmm. easily. Wow. And it actually is the only one you can get easily nowadays. So, yeah, it's your best bet. Although, in a lot of places are slowly fading it out in favor of sisal or sisal, mm-hmm. um, which sisal should be just burnt with fire because it's scratchy, made out of cactus, grown out of hmm. South America, Mexico. Mm, I think it's also can be found in some places in Africa. But, yeah, it's nasty. You don't want to use cactus rope. Mm. Yeah, that sounds pretty awful. What about, can you make, I know you can turn wool into yarn, but can you ever turn wool into, like, a stronger, I don't know, cordage? or? By definition, you can turn it into a stronger uh, rope. Mm-hmm. Taking what's called a yarn, where the makeup of a rope is mm-hmm. fibers into threads, and threads into yarn, yarn into strands, strands into rope. Mm. Um, you could. But, so is that just like thicker? Yeah. Yeah. So one thread, multiple threads mm. into one yarn. Usually it's, sometimes it's three, uh, three yarns twisted together to make a strand and mm. then three strands into one rope. Those mm. numbers can vary. You, know, you get like nine yarn, three strand manila when you get like inch diameter. But yeah, I heard diameter for diameter wool is stronger than steel. Apparently, I would doubt it mm. due to the fact that it's a very short fiber. Mm. Um, 
it would not be the best fiber to choose, in my opinion. Mm. Could be. I'm not sure in which case. Manila is probably equally strong. Hmm. When you think about it, it's just hair. So mm. That's true. Maybe it is stronger. I have no idea. Could mm. probably look that up, but mm. that's a thing for later. You should hire a uh, somebody to do that kind of stuff for you. A researcher? A researcher, yeah. So in the middle of the podcast, you have any questions? They just type it away and... Yeah, I could as well. It's not necessary. Mm. Any other odd questions you've been just dying to ask because you've been listening to all these episodes? Yeah, I mean, what's your what's your thing with the square knot? What square knot? Well, it's good in purpose, good in theory, and good in its certain applications. Uh, when it's used in improper applications, i.e., used as a bend to join two ropes together. It has the possibility to slip and thus can cause fatality. Um, as the Ashley Booker knot states, the square knot and its associated granny knot are cause for more deaths than any other, every other knot combined hmm. because it has a tendency to fail. Why is it the most common? Is it just easy? Yeah, it's mean. People learn it a lot, especially in scouting. They teach that as like, oh, I got to learn the square knot. Hmm. I've had to teach it. And I mean... Yeah. A little novel. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's just a knot that a lot of people like to use, and it has a good application. That's why I like to call it the reef knot. Yeah. It's good for reefing things together, tying things together, so tying a parcel shut, tying your shoes. So it has uh, applications. It's just it's used it for everything. It should not be used for – it should not be the one knot you learn. Mm. But, you know, if you have to learn a knot, you don't need it, you know. What's, is there any knots that would be considered universal and you'd recommend anyone learning how to use? I Yeah, as I mentioned in another episode, there's about, I think I gave like about four to five knots that are like, if you just want to learn a handful of knots, mm-hmm. you'd probably be set. There's the uh, clove hitch, and that's general attaching to things, the bowlin, and probably a roundabout, but that's just wrapping it before you finish it, so it's nothing too fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had the trucker's hitch, which is just invaluable for setting stuff up and also keeping stuff on your vehicle and attaching stuff to anything. So great one to know. And then, oh, yes. And of course, last but not least, my favorite knot, the, oh, wait, um, oh, there we are, the carrick bend. Uh, nice. That's that. Wow. Don't really need many more knots. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Special application. So if, you know, you do a lot of climbing, there's, Handful of special knots for that. If you mm-hmm. do a lot of, you know, arborist or, you know, sailing, there's a lot of knots. Fishing, there's a lot of knots. Surgeons have quite a few knots. But at the end of the day, you can pretty much get by with just a handful of knots. Hmm. I think that's the message you should be preaching everywhere. This is a message you should be bringing to the world. Down with the square knot. I am putting these on the internet, and thus the world have access to them. Awesome. Are you uh, gonna do any merchandise? Say that again. Are you gonna create any merchandise for your no. uh, podcast? I'm not buying into capitalist society for that nonsense. What if you gave them away for free then? I'm not bothering with that nonsense either. <laughs> I mean, I'd sell uh, rope mats. Ooh. Like the ones that you walked in on. Oh yeah. Which I don't think you noticed. Did I you? did. You did. I did. Question where those came from? Definitely you. Yeah, it's a ocean plaid and a Turk said. Well, this is an interesting conversation, but they people that are listening to this are going to be very confused. Oof. 
Sorry, folks. If you're on Sterling College, walk by the uh, gear room and see what we're talking about. Yes. If you're not, well, this is awkward. Speaking of Sterling College, has Sterling College influenced your not career at all? Not really. No? No. Uh, most of the stuff I do with knots is over the summer, working at a scout camp where I teach, where I was teaching, um, lashing, um, basic knots. Do you think children are more receptive to knots than adults? Um, it's 50, 50. Some people are, some people's brains are wired that way. Some people just, they can't get them for the life of them. I personally was never really big into knots until I was able to, like someone sat down with me and took the time to work, walk me through a lot of different ones and showed me a couple of different ways to tie the same thing that I was like, I don't understand the sheep shank, mm. which is a horrible knot um, due to its safety. But that was a required knot back when, mm. um, you know, lovely little knot, but not really great. The fall, it fails on a thing, but, um, you know, the, uh, college I'm going to really hasn't done too much for the fact that you know, we just bowling. When I, when I learned knots, it was during a winter expedition or bounder, and I loved the class. And it was great. And while we were learning knots, I just kind of was like, I just taught these all summer. Cool. That's frustrating. I mean, it was fun. To be a knot expert in the world of knot I, noobs. I'm not a knot expert. I'm probably would say I'm a novice. Connoisseur. I enjoy it, and it's a passion, but I do not believe I'm you know, an expert in any way, shape, or form. Are there any not experts you look up to? The one and only Clifford Ashley. Would, uh, he, would he be the person that you'd bring back and have dinner with if you could bring back any dead person? You know, the question is with that is, are they going to still be fully decomposing? <laughs> that's the real question. That is a great question. I'd say in this case, no. They'd be at their prime, at their peak. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. There's plenty of people. Like Clifford Ashley, although he has a lot of experience with uh, sketching the mole and tying the mole, most likely, there are definitely sailors that were out there during mm. in days past that had the same, if not more, knowledge and took a lot of the knots that they created that were decorative to the grave, which is as because, you know, knots were seen as value and, you know, it was a point of pride. And so that happens. Do you wish you lived in a society where not making was still valued? Not really. I mean, I would love for that, the idea that knots are more value, but looking back in time to the, those times, that's, you know, you only at 19 minutes, don't you worry. Can't go longer than half an hour. Also going back in time, though, you have a lot more diseases and all that, and working on a tall ship, being off at sea for, you know, almost you know half a year, if not more. Mm. And so, you know, there's definitely, you know, idealism here, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question or not, but you did, you did. It's fifty-fifty. Well, a great in practice, and then you know, a great in theory and practice. You know, there's a lot more to be said there. Mm, for sure, definitely. Are there any not specific to pirates? There's one that's related to thieves, which is what the thieves knot. Oh, it's a variation of a square knot. Aha. Uh-huh. You need me the to devil tie. lies in the details. That's why the square knot is so. You so need me bad. to tie it for you. Yes, tie it. So, uh, for those that know what the thieves knot is, I don't need to explain it. But for those that do not, <laughs> hopefully you know what a square knot is. If not, uh, go to Animated Knots by Grog. 
com or something like that or animated knots.com i believe is the website you can find all these knots there but um what it does is the square knot will have its working ends on one side and the tails on one side with the thieves knot you notice that the working ends are on alternate sides and the tails are on alternate sides what is the point of this to handcuff people nope this knot was used as a deterrent for thieves or as a kind of a way to check if a bag's been opened into can't ever say it actually worked because, you know, if you knew the knot already. But, you know, if you tied your bag shut with a square knot. So it wasn't used by Steve's, it was used as used, used as kind of a preventionary knot. Huh. If you do want, that's a handcuff knot. Just is known as uh-huh. the handcuff. Um, if you're looking it up, it would be a handcuff probably by the either loop method or you uh, could call it the clove hitch handcuff knot. Mm. There's also the Prosex handcuff knot. Why I know these exactly is because some, uh, what's his, what was his name? Liam Stark told, taught me them for shits and giggles. I wonder how that kid's doing. Former student? Uh, no, he was, a uh, he was one of the people who just taught me a lot of the knots I know. Mm. He was an interesting character. Are most knot connoisseurs interesting characters? No, I mean, some of them are just, you know, a little bit crazy, but that's also because he worked at a scout camp. There you go. No, it's uh, driving me mad. You heard it here. No, there were there were definitely other things there. <laughs> definitely the place that had all the hammers, among other things. Oh, boy. Hammer, 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 hammer. Hammer all morning. Well, Ian, I enjoyed my time in the podcast here. And I unfortunately uh, don't have any, any more questions. You've, you've answered them all. Um, and maybe next time we'll come here with more structure. No. We don't need structure. Fair enough. Structure's for the week. It's the weekend almost. Uh-huh. So Griffin, are you going to listen up to get yourself up to date with episodes? Are you going to... Oh, no, definitely. Oh, just... no, no, definitely. Oh, no, no. No, definitely, no. You, you'll you see because you get to see who, who, who watches it. Oh, no, I only, uh, I only can see the numbers. Mm. Anyways, well, Griffin, if you have nothing else, I'll uh, sign us out. Yeah, I just want to say a uh, big fan of the show, you know. First time caller. First time caller. Long yep. time listener. Yeah. Yep. I'm, 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 I just feel so grateful to be on the show and thank you very much. You're, you're a celebrity around here. Dude, two people. Alrighty. And so with that, uh, may the, uh, what is it? May the great pioneer watch over you until we meet again and may your inner splice tighten. Good night.